Hello, and welcome to our podcast. It is, as our brand new theme song says, your favorite podcast. Indeed. Uh, assuming that I have, by the point that this goes out, recorded a like, suitable version. If not, uh, we have some backup ideas, man. No, we, it's, I will. Like, it'll take me a minute, not even. <laughs> no, it, you, you did just hear, I'm willing the future slash what is now your past, listener, that you did just hear. Dear our... listener, we're basically fortune tellers, so. <laughs> well, it's like fortune teller, but in the past, which I guess is just like a person. Fuck. A person who's lived and experienced things. So here we are. Why do you have to ruin all my fun? Oh, I don't know. Let's say the name of the podcast, the name of your favorite podcast. What is it? Cosplaying Cocktails. That's right. Uh, I am, as always, Jesse. And this is Paige. Uh, so, yeah, if you if we sound a little bit different this week, it's because we're recording. Remotely. Uh, right. Via social distancing. We are currently about 200 miles apart. Right. Uh in order to form a more perfect union. It's it's not it's not right. What the fuck? It's um, not right. Is it, where's it the constitution? I know. I just don't uh, know it's there. Uh it feels wrong, but you know. Yeah, it is a little bit weird. We've had a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. trying to get this set up. So God damn it, I really hope that this sounds even halfway decent at this point. All right. Here we are. Yeah, uh, Jesse, I'm always. What are, you, what are you drinking over there where you're at 200 miles away? Scotch whiskey. Uh, do you want to know what I'm drinking? Hey, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a Canadian whiskey. It's imported by Sazerac and it has notes, heavy notes of cinnamon. Is Sazerac a company? Mm-hmm. It's a cocktail. I know. I didn't know. It's so it's, company. I'm pretty sure I know what brand of. It's Canadian fireball. It's just regular fireball. Did you know that fireball comes from Canada? (laughs) Jesus. It's just regular fireball. You're trying to make fireball sound so classy. I actually uh, asked my husband for help. I was like, I need you to come up with a real fancy description for fireball. (laughs) So that was Jericho's fireball description with notes of cinnamon. Jesus. Heavy, heavy notes. Heavy notes. Uh, well, see, Crown Royal also has like a cinnamon. So I thought you were being a little bit fancier, no, but here, no judgment. Uh, I'm drinking a. This is an eight-year-old Scotch. Yeah. Um, my crack pipe is a little thing. One of my friends, other friends, my other two friends that you I have. God damn it! You don't have other friends. How many? How many times do we have to go through this? I do have other friends anyway. Uh she got a scottish like subscription box of just like scottish stuff and in there was this little glass tube with a bulb on the end and a little hole that does not look unlike a crack pipe but it's for putting very small amounts of water in your whiskey because uh, a lot of people who drink nicer whiskeys you don't want to put ice in it because it waters down the drink you don't want to put too much water in it because it waters it down but just a little drop will significantly change the flavor of whiskey not it's used more for scotch but really for any whiskey um so it's like literally just like a fancy straw to put in drops of water into your whiskey 
which I did not do. I just have a plain meat, but I found it when I was looking for tea bags earlier today. So, or you guess yesterday. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, that's cocktail corners. What's well, crack pipe corner? Crack pipe corner. Right. Um, <laughs> is crack pipe get you demonetized? You know, coronavirus gets you demonetized. No, I didn't know that. I mean, we're not monetized anyway. Somebody right. Knows. I was gonna say, yeah, we're we're already demonetized, but um, at least on YouTube, yeah, if you say coronavirus or COVID nineteen, you get. That's crazy. Uh, I guess just like false information wise. Like- I or just like like sensationalizing the news to try to get views. Right. Um, which that leads us into our topic. What is it? Tell us. Tell which us. is the coronavirus pandemic and how we are dealing with it, how uh the con community and convention community is dealing with it. And, and just art the artist that set up there mm-hmm. and- oh speaking of artists we forgot to do our other corner oh well we'll jump my right corner in so you know what the episode's about now yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned before we have so many corners right uh so and this also goes into the theme of the episode so we have now it is april 7th and we have now been in quarantine since like the i 7th? Uh, the 16th yeah the 16th of march march um which now people can figure out what state we're in but i'm pretty sure everyone already knows what state we live in yeah uh, <laughs> uh we've been in uh, quarantine since march 16th yeah so uh or shelter in place not uh quarantine or just restrictions of some sort i don't even think we were in shelter in place at that point yeah i was we were were, we were yeah they had closed that's just when like the schools were like okay like we're gonna not the school and the the restaurants and stuff had everything had like non-essential businesses were closed then so anyway uh around that same time we got our first fan art from our fan Mackenzie, and it was really, really awesome. It made both of us cry, happy, yeah. emotional tears. We cried, cried a lot. We are criers. We're emotional. We're yeah. criers. We're sad criers. We're just criers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were right in the middle of this because we were yeah, the early days. We have, a, we have a Disney vacation that we've been planning for years that we uh, started to get a little concerned about. Um, Which we're I still- have kids that are staying home. Jesse found out she was going to have to start teaching um, remotely uh, for her job, and we just the stress of just everything, uh, right? Kind and of was was- on us, and all of a sudden, I got a tag on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I looked, and just like tears immediately started because. Uh, you know, Jesse and I both are uh, podcast listeners as well, and we've seen amazing fan art that other podcasters have received. And to see this <laughs> this uh, tribute, basically, to us that someone has done, it was, I mean, like, mind, it was mind-blowing um, and so touching and sweet. Yeah. And it, uh, I immediately called Jesse. I didn't send it to her until I got her on the phone because I was like, I want to hear her voice when she sees it. Uh, oh, it was so exciting. Well, and it's just like a really cute, very us picture. It's like adorable. it's but very it's so nice. Sweet. Us, so. Like she's so thoughtful. And yeah, sweet. it was. 
uh yeah it meant a lot to both of us so we wanted to give her a shout out uh right. i guess do you want to give her instagram handle i sure can give me just a second you yeah. can find her on instagram um at just a second i want to look up make sure i get her handle right she's yeah. at uh k-i-n-z-i-c-h-i and then from there uh, you can find her art account, um, which is the same thing, K-I-N-Z-I-C-H-I-A-R-T. So, um, yeah, she's amazing. She does a lot of really cool stuff, and um, she was it was just so sweet of her to do that for us, and it really lifted our moods in the beginning of this hot mess. So. Yeah. You know, like I said, at a time when, na- which now, like, I mean, not that it's still not scary and not that it's still not a bummer, but we've gotten more like you know well, because we're just adapting right the 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 beginning of the response to the pand- pandemic here where we live was like it would change so drastically from day to day so like when i left i was on spring break when we knew that like we aren't going back after spring break to right. teach we're going to go to remote so i was already off of work and when <clears throat> we i left on that friday they had brought in some Brought, not broughten broughten's not a word yeah. it's a german word like sour broughten anyway anyway uh it's german food oh man i remember german food we may have to take a snack break in the podcast anyway they brought doctors in to talk to us about the coronavirus and the, they were saying you know like yes it is you know communicable but it, you know, just be more careful than you normally would. Wash your hands really, really well. Wash them more frequently. Don't touch your face if you haven't washed your hands. Try to avoid contact with people more than you would. So, like, no hugs or handshakes. Right. Anything like that. Just be more careful. And, we'll, you know, we'll be fine. Right. And just treat it like, and, like, the doctor basically said, stuff you should be doing during flu season anyway. Right. And then, like, Oh, not even a week later, like four days oh, later, right? Stuff started closing down, and different schools started saying they weren't coming back. And then I got an email from my boss saying, "Hey, be prepared to maybe not go back for like a week." And then we got the thing, okay, we're not going to go back. We're we're going to work next week. We were all going to work normal, and the students weren't going to come back till after that. And then we were going to have two weeks remote, and then go back to normal, and then. Literally the first day we went that week after that we were supposed to walk work all week. They're like, nah, we're not yeah. doing like everything go happened home. so quickly. Like it was like right. Friday, then, they were like, okay, so you're not gonna send your kids to school, or you know, you're not gonna go work for two weeks. And then it was like that next Monday, it was like, oh, by the way, you're done. Like right before the end of which before the end of that. Uh, for my grade school right. students, like that we're like done for the year, but we're all kind of anticipating that. Uh, yeah, well, we're like I said, we're remote teaching for the rest of the year for sure, and uh, or the semester, you know, the school year, right. and uh, you know, we uh, hold on a second, like we knew that. Like the by the end of that week, that was like our first supposed to be our first of only two weeks. 
by before we got through our first of our two weeks or even to our first of our two weeks, they're like, no, it's going to be the rest of the semester. Right. So everything was still, and like you said, you still haven't, they still haven't called the K through 12 schools for the rest of the semester, just till April 30th. Right. But we're all just kind of uh, like waiting. Right. And, uh, they, um, and they haven't, like, we still haven't made a call on our commencement. Right. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But right. I'd be surprised if either, we had either of those things, so. Right. And in a lot of the uh, previous drafts of this episode, we just discussed kind of how, how kind of crazy this is. And, um, you know, not anything that we're used to and how quickly everything has changed. Um, you know, like we just said, like one day we're told well, everybody's living in it. So, right, like they- right. Listen, this we're fortune tellers, so this is for the people. No, that's that's historic. We're historians, right? Right now, we're no. historians, or just people who live in the world and experience the things that are happening in it. Oh, you gotta be a buzzkill. Okay, and I don't know that you have to be a historian to remember three weeks ago. Yes. Uh, from this Canadian whiskey that's imported by Sazerac with heavy notes of cinnamon <laughs> says, I do. <laughs> okay, so Jesse, uh, we have both seen a lot of positive things coming out of the con community and the cosplay right. community with this. What tell? What do you? What's your first impression from that? So the first thing that I saw, like directly related, well, the first thing I saw that was related to fandom or pop culture at all was a bunch of the like TV shows and prop houses donating the N95 masks right. to hospitals, to medical personnel. Right. Uh, because, you know, they use real masks and they're like, well, we don't, you don't really need a real N95 mask to right. fake surgery on a fake page on a, a fake patient on a soundstage. So that was the first thing like I saw. And then I saw before I know, you had mentioned in a similar vein, I'll let you about the, well, I don't want to steal your, cause this is something. Uh, about, you- I, uh, one of the first things I saw was cosplayers donating, um, their in 95 masks that they were using for epoxy and, um, painting, different, right. Different, different forms of, sculpting and stuff that uh you know is for our safety when we're crafting like that um but they I mean a ton of them like I saw and who knows but I saw like a photo of just like a truckload from different cosplayers in one area in Washington um that they were donating to a hospital and I was like oh my god like yeah like you don't think I I wouldn't have thought of that before like how many of those cosplayers might have stockpiled you know maybe even just each one had a box of them but still like when there's a shortage like that's a lot uh well and anything helps you right, know absolutely um, <clears throat> go ahead. well and then so after so i had never saw that i just saw about but i did see in one of my cosplaying groups a guy posted and this was at the very beginning of our um shelter in place like, oh, hey, cosplayers, you can make these cloth masks. And then right. everyone was like, no, these are not good. Like, and now it's gone back to like at the time, they're right, like, no, right. this isn't really a good idea. Right. 
like because the guy that posted it even went back and edited it and was like sorry like now i realize what a dumb idea that was blah 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 but then now like we've gotten so desperate basically like at the time it was like well don't like these cloth masks are nowhere near good enough like don't bother with them to now where they're saying like you know the cdc right the cdc has come out and officially said you know like you should be wearing a cloth mask over your face if you have to go into public and be in. I was in. gonna say right, and even like the medical staff, like they were told. Um, I know just at our local hospital, they still have some in in ninety five masks, um, but not a lot. Like I think they were both all uh, provided with one, and they were told like, okay, after like when we run out of options, like for now we don't want you to use the cloth masks, but when we run out of options, it's absolutely okay. Like that's better than nothing. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause they can't, you know, quit working. So right. Right. Uh, they're on the front line, like fighting. this. Right. Thing. Well, like, and that's the thing, like our, well, like, you know, every, even account, like our, even our tiny, tiny little County has confirmed cases now. Right. We have, so, uh, well, don't say the number because then they'll be able to figure out where you live. We have some. <laughs> uh, um, you know, so it's, you know, anyway. So that was what I had seen then. And now there are a lot of cosplayers um, on, I've seen on my social media that are making masks and donating them just, or, you know, like even to their friends and family, like, hey, I have masks. Right, um, and we've talked about... Um, since, like you said, everyone, it's recommended for everyone now, so... Right, and, and you and I have talked about, like, how, yeah, it might feel kind of weird to wear a mask and all that, but we're hoping right. maybe if cosplayers kind of take the forefront on that... Right, well, that's what I was, like, we were, we talked about this in the one of the draft episodes <laughs> of this episode, one of the draft copies, but... I think that, you know, like, yeah, it was, so I wore, I went and picked up groceries, like the pickup where they bring it out to your car. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, and this was after the CDC recommended that you wear a mask in public. So I was like, well, I'm still going to be interacting with someone. Like someone has to bring my stuff out to me. Right. Like, and sometimes they come up to your window and sometimes they don't. It depends on what store you go to. And, you know, some of them have enacted, you know, new policies, but so I put on my mask and the worker, she did come up and like talk to me. So I was like glad that I did. And it did feel weird. Like it for sure felt weird. Like I was self-conscious a little bit about, you know, cause I was like either, Oh, she's going to like roll her eyes. Like, Oh, this person's scared that, you know, I've got the coronavirus or, but you know, it's to protect other people from you, especially right. people like, you know, younger folks who are pretty hardy you you can get it they estimated now that like something like 80 percent of the cases that are transmitted are from someone knowing showing no symptoms so you can get it and not show symptoms at all i think that and that statistic could be wrong to quote me you know and it could be wrong from the article as well but uh uh you know, like I was like, but, you know, I've also felt kind of weird wearing a princess bubblegum costume in a steak and shake right. or, you know, like when we went to brunch in our costumes, that one oh, wizard we world, right, we, like we right. were the only cosplayers there and they, like we were like, I have body paint on. <laughs> uh, 
and yeah it felt very like it's it's uh the only time i really think that that kind of thing is normalized is dragon con yeah like because there's so many people and they're so used to it in that vicinity but even when you get further like if you're staying further out away like it's it feels stranger because maybe people are like what the heck Like, like going down to the continental breakfast sometimes when we stayed further out you would feel a little weird, but you know, right. like that's something you kind of get used to as a cosplayer. Right, absolutely. Uh, Checking into hotels after like a ring. <laughs> yeah. Like, and people looking at or you. Or after like, a convention. Yeah. After, you know, right. you just go for the day and stay that night. We may didn't, go. Didn't y'all have just that pink hair? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. So, yeah. um, you know, it's something that hopefully cosplayers will not be the people who are like, no, this is dumb. Like, you know, if anybody will, used to yeah, wear it. With the- like some people probably have masks very similar as part of their cosplays. Yeah, I thought I was like, now's the time for me to do a Winter Soldier cosplay. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm just going to wear that all the time. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that was just a hope, a positive hope. We haven't necessarily seen that yet. No, um, it was just something we had mentioned. Like, but also, I would say that I haven't, like, I've seen some resistance to wearing the mask, but also, like, like most people I know are not going out in public really much anyway. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't really have a way to judge that because right. uh, I'm not going out in public. So, I don't, you know, like, if I'm not out in public, I well, I know I went to our our very small town, uh, Walmart. Uh, that is our main, you know, grocery location. Um, and it was right after what well, grocery location. Um, it it was right after uh they had announced that they were going to start cutting down on like the amount of people that were allowed to be in the store at one time. Um, and so I went, had to go, uh wasn't sure what I was getting into and I called Jesse immediately afterwards and I was like okay here here's what I saw uh so I wore my mask in and um I was shocked that the workers weren't wearing masks um I just assumed it was mandatory uh uh well see there's some like here none of them yeah that was an assumption they didn't have here they didn't have to go mandatory until like Sunday I think so if it was okay. pretty Sunday then. Yeah, it was. It was like Friday. But so, um, and I saw a couple other people with masks on. Um, but for the most part, people weren't wearing masks. There were a very, very, very low amount of people there compared to the previous week when I had to go. Um, and there well, was. Well, they also started limiting the number of people that could go in. Right, but there wasn't even a line, which I was kind of surprised at, which maybe that just deterred people from going in general. Um, but I was, I was A, surprised there wasn't a line, and then surprised when I got in there that there was so few people. Um, so all good things, you know, all showing that maybe people are starting to socially distance um, a little bit more. Um, so one of the things we uh, also noticed, um, whenever this started happening, uh, I think one of the first conventions we saw canceled was well, Emerald that City was like Con. when we were recording two episode or something. Right, right. right. They had just canceled it. Well, they rescheduled, they rescheduled it. I can't remember. August. 
I think we just saw that at the time. I think we just saw that it was canceled, and I think they scheduled after that. But I can't remember. Yes, they they scheduled it. Um, but so we were kind of like, oh. But at that point, we just we weren't real sure how serious things were yet, you know. And it was was Um, worse. But breakout was in Washington, so we knew it was worse in Washington. So that's where Emerald City Comic Con is. Correct. But since then, there's been a number of cons canceled, um, a number of events, concerts, you know. Yeah, my welcome. But in place of that, um, a lot of cons are doing um, virtual conventions. Maybe not um, a lot, but some. Virtual concerts. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I have a list of uh, some of the main ones I saw um, that were doing them and kind of what it entailed. The only one that I saw before uh, you told me anything about it before I researched it due to you like saying something. Wizard World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Wizard World is doing what they're calling virtual experiences. Um, uh, yeah. They had one already this past Tuesday. So a week ago today, we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, They did a Supernatural. So some of the cast of Supernatural. And then on the 11th, so that's one correction from our crappy version that we recorded that no one will ever hear. Uh, April 11th, which is this Saturday, I believe. Um. So this Saturday yes. after this episode is aired. They're doing a Buffy and Angel virtual panel. Well, virtual, like, again, it's like they call it an explanation. Like a Q&A. They do a, a Q&A, which is for anyone to attend. Um, and they, uh, so like a, basically like a live stream of what you would expect a panel to mention. And then they also live video chats with this like the celebrities quote-unquote and pre-recorded messages from the celebrities and then you can buy an autograph which you right, yeah that's all for, paid correct? stuff uh like so it'd be right. like a meet and greet except for right like, like it's like chat. essentially it's the of like a traditional photo op and autograph at a con or if you don't want to chat with them, they will record like a 15 right, to 30 I, second I said that. video for you. Yeah. Oh, did you? Well, I said pre recorded video. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Uh, I think it's cool that they are coming up with an idea uh, to, you know, uh, we've, you and I have talked about this. You know, a lot of conventions are for profit and they're not, you know, it's going to be a well, um go if they if they don't do something in place of their, you know, regularly scheduled well, and a lot of, you know? like, there are several cons that are not for profit, and they can't afford to go, right? you know, a year with no revenue either, so. Right. So I read this article um, from the Japan Times. <laughs> and it- I don't know why you said my name like that. I don't either. That's so weird. Sorry. Uh, so, um, and it was just talking about anime conventions and how, um, you know, in March they had to cancel their biggest convention. Um, and they're, 
they were saying like for a lot of anime conventions, which it is for a lot of just fan conventions in general, um, there's like a there's a season kind of for it. Now we do see more con- we see conventions different times right. in the states, um, but they were saying like their their season for anime conventions are from like March to the end of the summer, um, and they've had they had to start cancellations in February, and so they were just discussing the different cons that have been canceled and um, why they've been canceled. And one of the main um, board members of the, the biggest con in Tokyo was like this after this year con, the con industry is not going to be the same. Like shit's going to change. Probably not. This is probably not a direct translation from the Japanese. (laughs) The direct quote was after this year, the industry will never be the same. Um, that's the direct quote from the Tokyo Times. But um, but yeah, I, I just, I read that article and I was like, yeah, like, and they talked about like, you know, there's some conventions that aren't going to survive without the, you know, revenue coming in. Right. And well, that's, this was not something I thought the first time we recorded this episode, but one of my friends was mentioning earlier, like, if you can afford it, like if you do have a ticket to your favorite con, you know, a lot of them are saying, okay, we can get that are having to cancel are saying, you know, okay, we can give you your money back or you can keep your ticket until next year. So if you can afford to do it mm-hmm. and keep your ticket till next year. You know, that will really help ensure that there will be a next year for the con. Right. Right, absolutely. Um, or, or I'm sure a lot of cons are going to come up with different well, ways to fundraise. So just make sure if you have a favorite con and they do have a way to fundraise, whether that be like an art auction, or like we were saying, you know, these versions are popping up and something we're interested in. Well, a lot of these virtual cons right. that I've been like, researching are free. Like, you have to pay for the photo ops, but I don't know how much of that right. goes to the actual convention. Um, so, from what I found, um, Armageddon Con, which is in New Zealand and Australia, um, they had to postpone. Um, and they did, their, they did their first ever convention on the 4th. Um, and so, okay. Like, what convention. do you mean? They did their first ever Sorry, they did their first ever mm-hmm. virtual cosplay contest um, on the 4th. Um, so they didn't do group cosplays. They only did solo cosplay, cosplays because of social distancing. Um, they had private judging. It was all, um, you know, live video uh, with the different um, judges and stuff. And they recorded parts of it. There was only a $10 registration fee, but it was recorded on the 4th. So that was like your deadline to get your stuff in. And then um, it's going to be streamed on the 11th. Um, so I'm sure if you are the Armageddon, 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 Armageddon Expo, um, you can find that. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, if you're going to send them um, looking, it's you tend, to, you tend to just one word you screw up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my life. Um, Armageddon Expo, and like I said, that's out of New Zealand and Australia. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch their virtual cosplay contest um, on the 11th, uh, you should be able to do that. Um, 
let's see, Cleveland uh, Concoction, uh, which is a convention out of Cleveland. They did a virtual cosplay contest on the 21st of March. Um, and then that uh, stay-at-home con that we kept seeing. Um, con from home. Con from home. Stay home. Well, this oh, one is I stay you were home Comic Con. No, no, this is stay home Comic Con. They had it was the March it was March twenty ninth, twenty eighth, and 29th. and it was free. You didn't have to pay for anything. But they had an artist alley where you could, uh, you know, support the artists there and browse purchase they had a vendor hall for different small shops um they had live chats with other um con goers and patrons and then they had their cosplay virtual cosplay contest um and then i found a lot of facebook groups that were just um there were some that were doing um you know events um online doing uh virtual cons and cosplay contests but there were also groups that were just um like a florida cosplay group that was doing like okay here is our cosplay group for all like coronavirus stuff like um during this time you can like showcase your cosplays um you can share different virtual uh con information um you can do tutorials you can just just like support one another which i thought was really cool so you asked me how i've been dealing mm-hmm so things I've been doing, one thing is trying to keep things in perspective, right? So, um, like, luckily, none of the cons that we wouldn't have been canceled yet. Right. Uh, none of my Beethoven hasn't been canceled yet. God, gets canceled. Oh, you know how I feel about Beethoven. I do know how you feel. Um... I mean, so, not like, like, not that I, like, understand. I just know. <laughs> You're just aware. I'm aware. Of how I feel about Beethoven. <sighs> Good Jesus, am I aware. <laughs> so, um, like, nothing has been canceled yet that has... Now, we had to move our Disney vacation, which I think we talked about. But, you know, if, even if we have to move it back another five months or whatever four months we've discussed like it's just gonna we're just we get to go it's paid for like we just we're gonna be that much more excited when we finally do get to go right and it sucks a lot to have like if a con you love gets canceled like i'm gonna be devastated if dragon con cancels yeah it's Um, a pretty time but you know hopefully they won't still far away right they have no plans to at all. So, um, oh, we've talked another about- thing. And so I've seen, I saw where the convention center that uh, normally houses San Diego Comic Con is. They've turned that into a temporary homeless shelter during COVID nineteen. Um, and like a lot of people were freaking out because they were like, "Well, what if this is like still going on during uh like san diego comic-con like you can't cancel it and san diego comic-con came out with like a thing and they were like we're not worried about it like we are glad that they're utilizing it in this manner like we're gonna keep an eye on the situation but we're very hopeful and i think they're in july i think i said uh still so like if san diego comic-con is like vibing uh, and like cool and like we're gonna do this in july like 
we're at the beginning oh. of September for Dragon Con. We're we're golden if that's oh, like, like they don't know. Like here's the thing. No, if nobody knows. Still, if it's right. still bad enough, if it's still bad enough that they need to be using that convention center as a homeless shelter, it's going to still be bad enough that there shouldn't be an SDCC anyway. Well, and like we've mentioned, like that's not going to be the worst of our problems. if that's Right. Right. Like if, yeah, if we're still in this with so much closed and so much canceled, so many jobs not, like, right. We're gonna like start having, be more worried about, like you mentioned earlier, like, the economic feasibility of going to a con or putting on or a just con. living. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, you know, the longer this goes on, the more jobs that are going to be lost, the more uh you know, cuts that are going to have to be made. So and, and bit small businesses that are going to close. All right. So hopefully, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time to be alive. So that's one thing I've been doing is keeping in perspective that like I'm still healthy. Everyone I know and care about is still healthy, at least physically. Um, you know, there still is. Uh, you know, I still am able to work. I have not lost my job when so many have. I am able to work from home. Sometimes I do feel envious of almost of people who um, are essential workers because I'm like, well, they still get to go to work. Like I never thought I would pine for going to work so much. But like I know that they're putting themselves at risk doing that, doing a job that is necessary for the rest of us to be able to stay at home. So, uh, you know, like I just keep reminding myself of things like that, that, you know, uh, a canceled vacation or postponed vacation is not, you know, in the world, I'm, you know, it could be a lot worse, even though we love it so much, uh, you know, it isn't the end of the world. And I, uh, went and was able to give blood last week week middle of the week before or something like, like that ago, i think i uh, yeah it was the day i got my I, switch i've said time has a meaning i don't know what day yeah again we yeah it's april 7th but i only know that because i work today yeah um the work days are still at least kind of i might get because of due dates for like my students <laughs> so like there you go. uh so um, you are still, that's one thing that ties in with our Heinlein Society, the episode where we talked about the Heinlein Society. Um, uh, that's one of their tenets of the Heinlein Society is that we're so fortunate to have these things that we're, you know, these frivolities like uh, fandom and cosplay and conventions, you know, uh, we're so lucky to have this in our life and be able to uh, express that you know we should pay it forward give back and one of the things they do is buy blood drives there are still there's a critical need for blood now um, because a lot of people aren't giving because of the um, pandemic and there's also a lot more hospital over you know load or overwork on the healthcare system 
So uh, anyway, you can still give blood if so. If you are able to, you know, you're some, you are someone who's like me. I am pretty much the ideal blood donor. I have. I'm not scared of needles. I have not allergic to the little solution they use. Uh, um, got really nice, big, good veins. Got good I'm veins, a, guys. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember, I am single. So I've got good hearty childbearing veins. <laughs> um uh pretty quick bleeder. I have a common blood type that's usually in need. So uh and also it was nice for me what because it was during could you end right uh yeah <laughs> quick bleeder hearty childbearing veins. <laughs> Common blood type, probably going to be a match if we're, you need an organ donor. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so, oh, now there's going to be some creep that wants to get with me for my organs. I hope so. We've made a mistake. No, um, they, if they've listened to many episodes, they know how many knives you have, so it's fine. That's true. I'll take their organs. Oh, yikes. Oh. <laughs> anyway, they it was nice to get out of the house to donate blood. It was a nice excuse to be able to go out and do something, but like in a safe way that's also helping. They do have additional, uh, if you're worried about it, they had a lot of additional safety procedures because of the COVID-19. So they were taking temperatures at the door and also um, uh, you had to wash your hands and purell your hands to get in. Right. And then all the beds were further apart. The cots were further apart. Right. So the only person you ever came, and they had you take your own temperature. So the only person you ever came within the six foot radius of was the phlebotomist that took your blood. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, they had a lot of extra safety. So if you're worried about that, um, there is still safe ways to give. That was, it just made me feel like I was doing some small thing, like any one small, uh, you know. Right. Uh, and the third and last thing I've been doing is doing a, not last thing, period, but a uh, thing I've been doing to deal with the coronavirus pandemic is um, doing a positive post on Facebook every day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just the act of, so I, when we, back when we thought it was only going to be two weeks, uh, we were so naive. Um, How young and naive we right. Oh, oh, the sweet summer children that we were, uh, um, you know, I said, I'm going to post to get through this, like a positive thing every day. And it's some days it's been hard. Like there are days when I've cried for whatever reason that then I have to go on and make my positive post. But um, uh, that's also helped me to find like one, at least one positive thing a day. That's a good way to like Like, try to look at your life and be like, okay, through all this shit, like what can I still like be thankful for? Right. And posting on Facebook, even though I'm not normally a social media person, that has been like a way to keep myself kind of accountable. Yeah. So yeah, you, I mean, um, you told everybody you were gonna do it. So right. So then, like, yeah. So like, if you don't see my positive post, you'll be like, "Hey, where's your positive post?" Yeah. Anyway, I may regret doing that positive, but I don't think I will because, like right. I said, even if it's just something little and silly, like it makes me think about that, and it makes me 
feel better and like the fact that like and you you can take the time to do that without social media normally i would be like you don't need social media to do that but the fact that i said i would do it and like that's also like me accountable like you if you don't see my uh, positive post by about like nine o'clock at night you will text me like where's your positive post and then i have to and like sometimes i know in advance like what my positive post is gonna be um so you know that's just a way that i've been but also like you don't have to like you know there are days when i've made that positive post where i've cried i've cried a lot since we you know i was gonna say yeah we've both done a a fair amount (laughs) right which i'm a crier anyway but uh like you know it's okay to have a breakdown i think you're a you're an emotional crier and i'm a happy crier you're a happy crier i'm i'll cry for any emotion i'm like literally i've cried for like this I like to I like to refer to myself as like a Kristen Bell, like where if I'm too happy or too sad on the emotional scale, like if I'm not right in the middle, like when she sees a sloth, like then I cry. I cried during like, a I- cooking show and I cried during Lego Masters. <laughs> I've cried during like I've started crying during like reality competition shows. Like Lego Masters cried. There was this Disney like family cooking show. I cried during it. I mean, I was watching a Galaxy's Edge like lightsaber building TikTok the other day, and I sent it to you, and I was like crying. Yeah, like I literally will cry. Like, and that was an that was a like a mixture of like happy excitement, excitement and also like, worry. Sad. You know, I just cry for just reasons I can't explain. Like, I will just like some I'll see something, and just for some reason it will. Yeah. It just like. Yeah, I can't tell. I can't even count the count the amount of times you've cried on the phone the last couple weeks yeah like out of like I cried when my mom when we were booking our backup vacation I cried when my mom called to tell me that the dates we wanted worked for her work calendar what <laughs> like that's not like so it's okay to not be having normal emotions it's okay now. to not be okay right yeah like you don't need us to tell you that hopefully but you know right. Like, well you might like, yeah you might and we're maybe not the example because like i'm straight up not emotionally okay when there isn't a global pandemic right. but you know uh no. i am it's, it's okay to not be okay especially right now right. most of the time it's still okay not to be okay but right. especially right now like nobody is okay right, right now. um <laughs> And if they if they tell you who they are, they're fucking lying. Well, yeah, I mean, like, okay is relative in these times. Like, I guess that's true. Yeah, like, okay is a new term. Like, I have a different standard of okay for myself now than I would if I was, you know, working or right. like able to leave the house. Right. You know, I've changed my standards of you you want to know i think what would solve all of your not being okayness just what's that you buying a cattle farm i'm fixing to buy a cattle farm my mom actually (laughs) my mom actually has been like well interest rates are really low right now so now's the perfect time for you to be looking i was like mom i don't feel like i should be impulse buying a cattle farm in the middle of a global pandemic, but so I can be like a rock, oh, like a rock. You gotta cut that out, or Bob's Seagirl Sua. 
no, I'm not going to. Bob Seeker. <laughs> I think if it's less than five seconds, you can use it. I don't know. That's like a YouTube okay. thing. If it's less than five seconds or something. Right. I don't know. Like that, Please don't uh, sue us, Bob Seeker. No. We He's don't make any money. We have no money. money. <laughs> Help us, we're poor. Uh, Help me, I'm poor. Is Bob Seeker alive? I think so. I don't know. Is Bob Seeker alive? Now that's what the podcast is now. Is Bob Seeker alive? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hey, Alexa. Is Bob Seeker alive? He's still alive. Oh, thank God. 74 years old. Well, not, he, now he can sue us. Yeah, he's only 74. Good job, he's Bob built Seeker. like a rock. <laughs> like a rock. Um, yeah. So for me, I my life isn't too much different. Uh, I'm used to picking kids up from school. I'm used to only having one kid at home during the day. Um, for well, not even the whole day, just part of the day. She is in like just part time preschool, so. I am having all three kids home now uh, and now with trying to teach, you know, help them learn remotely, not teach them remotely. I'm not teaching them a damn thing, but trying to help them learn uh, remotely um, has been a whole new challenge. Um, I've never once ever uh, like second guess my children's teachers. I think they're all saints all of the time because I just like the British girl band, huh? All Saints is like the British girl band. Right. Never mind. Well, that's exactly right. Um, but uh, this has just brought on a whole new appreciation. You know, I I could not ever be a teacher, so I've always appreciated them. But this is just a whole nother ball game, and it's not. You know, e- even what I'm doing now isn't anywhere close to what they are doing. But it's hard. Um, it's it's we're just we're getting by everybody's just getting by right now um you know it it sucks because I'm used to having all the kids home in the summer but in the summer you know you can go do things uh you know we can go visit family and go swimming and go to the park and uh thank goodness we live out in the country where we can you know they can go play out in the woods or whatever but it's just it's that's been hard for me to get used to and um and and just not being able um not being able to get out I'm a little bit more of an extrovert than Jesse is and just not being able to get out and uh do things as much but you know we this is just something that we're all dealing with and doing our best I don't I don't know what I'm doing other than just talking to you on the phone every day <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of uh we're gonna get into this in the next episode um but we have discussed how much how glad you are that you have a therapist right now oh yeah yeah that I can still like virtually meet with my therapist there are that's another thing we're gonna talk this is what our whole next episode is gonna be about Unless but something crazy uh, happens Right, yeah, barring, yeah, knock on wood, I guess. Right. But um, so I'm still able to meet with my therapist, which because now 
you know, is a time when anxiety is high. And that's one of my main issues of like going into compulsions and sleepwalking and just, you know, compulsive behavior when my anxiety gets high. Mm -hmm. So, uh, (laughs) um, but uh, so I've been really lucky that I have that. And I've read some articles if I can, uh, I can't remember any states specifically, but there are a lot of states that are increasing uh, or mandating that insurance cover mental health care for that duration. So, right. uh, you know, you need help. There's uh, are some increased resources uh, and you can still, you know, find there's like a ton of online therapy. I was going to say, yeah, I know even before this started, like uh, online therapy and virtual therapy right. bigger. Um, yeah. Or like you said, even just talking to a friend, like, you know, right now, uh, if you get on your social media and like, hey, does somebody want to like Zoom or, you know, like <laughs> play right. a, your talk on the phone or whatever. A group of friends. I, yeah, my other friends that you always deny exist. Yeah, they, 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 um, yeah we'll do That's like an like Zoom call, isn't it, with your imaginary friends? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's yeah, just me sitting in a circle of cameras. Right. Yeah. Doing different voices. <laughs> One guy, my hand has glasses on it. Okay, so we just thought since this is a little bit of a downer episode, talking about you know all the stressful bullshit. Uh, that COVID-19 has brought into our lives, um, that we would do a little bit of a positive closeout for the episode. So, Jesse, what is your positive note you want to end on? So, um, I'm going to keep it, like, the same as my positive post on Facebook, uh, which I haven't actually made yet, but I got today a Sailor Moon moon stick, a Sailor Moon music box, and I got that picnic set I've been wanting in Animal Crossing. Yeah, girl. Did not yet get the clam bed I've had my eye on. The like, singing one? <laughs> it doesn't sing. God damn it. I think it does. <laughs> and if it doesn't, it should. Nintendo, contact me. <laughs> okay, what's your positive thing? Uh, Mine's pretty generic, but like just that it's nice outside right now. Like... The fact that the weather is really pretty where we live, um, it's been like 70, 75 degrees the last couple days, uh, has just been really nice. Like to be able to have the windows open and the doors open and just like send my kids outside and not like have to be like, oh, it's too cold or it's rainy. Like it's just, it's nice to have nice weather basically. So It has rained here. Past- has it? Today was nice for the past two days. It's rained. Uh, yeah, yesterday it was really nice here, um, and then today it was really nice, and I think tomorrow it's supposed to be fairly decent out. So, yeah, just like we're stuck at home, and I'm bored out of my mind. The kids are bored out of their minds, and just to have a little bit of sun like coming through is really nice. Yeah, so, well, the weather does for sure affect your mood, so it's always yeah. Right, right, yeah, and and that you know. Everybody, uh, you said this earlier, which was going to be my original, but I'm going to add it on anyway. Everybody that I know is safe and healthy so far and um, smart enough to follow the uh, uh, social isolation guidelines and, um, you know, all that jazz. So that's that's more than some people have. So that's my thing. Oh, no. The last of my fireball. Oh, great. 
here's the thing is you don't have to deal with me after this. Mm. I guess I still could call I you. I gotta watch that violin concerto after this. I'm gonna just call you over and over and over again. I'm gonna un I'm gonna put you on block. What you gonna, what you gonna do? Uh, electric boogaloo. <laughs> what? River rescue. River rescue. <laughs> Uh, so if you That's my new freestyle rap. What's he gonna do? Electric you. <laughs> I'm just saying a boy on Tinder. Do you know a boy on Tinder? He was like, Would you like to see a dick pic? <laughs> it, was, it was nice. He was polite about it. And I was like, Oh, no thanks. I'm good. Milady, Milady, does thou wouldst thou care to see a dick pic? <laughs> God damn, I want to put this on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> just cut out everything except for, lady, what else care to see a dick pic? <laughs> cut out everything else, just that. That's the whole episode. That's the whole episode. Just our theme song and then, and then, oh, like a rock. And then, would else care to see a dick pic? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Thank you. Don't want to. I almost. Uh, so, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. That's uh, POD. Um. So, with all of this in mind, and with the digital, virtual conventions and cosplay contests. We want to invite you, our dear listeners, to, um, if you're needing an outlet for your creativity, for your cosplays, for your um, artistic abilities, to send in any kind of, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, art? Yeah. Um, like, fandom? Anything. Fandom we, art? We don't um, have that many listeners, so anybody that wants to send anything creative in, anything fandom related in, we'll yeah, put it up. cosplays. Um, we would love to display that for you and give you a little bit of, um, uh, free advertisement. We would love to do that for you. Uh, so if you want to send in, like I said, your art, your cosplays, um, anything fandom related, um, cute pictures of your dog, email, if you want to send us, uh, drink, uh, cocktail recipes, uh, we just kind of drank what we had on hand. Uh, hopefully in the following weeks that we are doing this whole site social isolation and we have to record remotely. Um, maybe next week we'll have like a plain cocktail that we can both be drinking. We'll see where that goes. But um, yeah, cocktail recipes, funny con stories, um, funny cosplay stories, anything of the sort, uh, corrections corners, you can email us at cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com gmail.com yep. um, so thank you for listening we appreciate it we hope that you are staying safe um, and that you're taking care of yourself during this uh, social isolation and um, you're staying healthy and you're washing your hands a lot and wait are we done yeah are you sure yes okay, okay bye bye